Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Welcome to Prophecy Today video. You know what we do every single week here on Prophecy Today video? We talk about interesting things that we've had conversations with our broadcast partners as it relates to a connection between current events and Bible prophecy, which you can hear on Prophecy Today weekend. By the way, you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, P-T-R-N, Prophecy Today Radio Network, and listen to that weekend broadcast. It's posted there on our website. On this broadcast, we're going to look at a connection between the Jew and the land of the Bible, the land of Israel. But first, let me tell you what we talked about with our broadcast partners. We talked earlier with Colonel Bob McGinnis, and Bob talked to us about the Iranian situation, their development of a nuclear weapon of mass destruction, how they are making advances in that. We talked about Iranian terrorism striking out at Jewish people, Israelis outside of Israel, and of course what the Iranian Navy is doing down there in the Strait of Hormuz and how that could be a real problem in the Middle East. We talked with David Dolan. We got a Middle East news update with him. And in telling you the truth, uh, he is talking much more uh, distinctly about how the Israelis are preparing for a possible preemptive strike against Iran, especially in light of these Iranian attacks on some of their people. We also talked a bit about Syria and Bashar Assad coming under pressure from the United Nations, European Union, United States. Everybody is pressuring Syria to quit killing their citizens now, that may cause Bashar Assad to come into the Golden Heights and attack Israel. That was a part of our discussion. Itamar Marcus, he happened to be in Nashville, Tennessee, not in Israel as normal, but he's still on top of everything. We were talking about the Palestinian media, a new song that they are sending out across the airwaves, and they're talking about a world without Israel. And they're preparing their people to live in a world without Israel. That means they're going to have to take care of Israel in the land that God has given them. Dr. Rob Congdon brought us information from the European Union, how the European Union wants to put peacekeepers there in Syria, the financial situation with Greece and a relationship with China, all that's going on, even a coming about of Tony Blair trying to move back into the halls of power, possibly in Great Britain, but most likely in the European Union. And what I want to let you know is that all of these conversations are available for you to listen to or re-listen to at our website, prophecytoday.com. Go to PTRN, Prophecy Today Radio Network. But I've got to tell you, be sure to listen to the conversation I had with Winky Madad, because that was a very important conversation. Winky lives in a place called Shiloh. Now, you may pronounce it Shiloh here in America, but it's Shiloh in Hebrew. Shiloh dates back 3,500 years ago, Joshua chapter 18. You can read about it. That's where Joshua made Shiloh the capital for the Jewish people. They set up a tabernacle there. Winky told us they're going to start excavations in the month of March on that tabernacle. You know, Jews coming into the promised land, had to have a place to headquarters. That's where they did it, there in Shiloh. It's the first Jewish capital. The tabernacle set up, and for 350 years it was there, continuing history down through the centuries there in Shiloh. I have to say to you that this is tangible evidence that there is a connection between the Jews and the land of Israel. You know, God promised Abraham, Genesis chapters 12 and 15, that he would make the Jewish people a nation and give them a piece of real estate. 
By the way, he confirmed that Abrahamic covenant to Abraham's son Isaac, Genesis chapter 26, and to Abraham's grandson Jacob in Genesis chapter 35. Moses was even given the promise of the land as well in the land covenant, and that's found in Deuteronomy chapter 30. Remember Deuteronomy 28 says, if you Jews don't obey God, Moses speaking to his people, I'll send you out of the land, but I'll let you come back in when you get your hearts right and you'll have this land. That's the land covenant found in Deuteronomy chapter 30. God says the land is his. Remember that. It's not land that belongs to the Jewish people. They're the custodians. But if you look at Leviticus chapter 25 and verse 23, the Lord says, this land is my land. It does not belong to the Jewish people, but it is promised to them to be a place where they can live forever. Ezekiel chapter 37 uh, talks about, you remember the bones coming together, the flesh on the bones and the breath of life being breathed into those bones? Well, those bones coming together, chapter 37 of Ezekiel verse 7, is talking about the regathering of the Jewish people and the flesh on the bones, verse 8, the restoration of a Jewish state. Now, how do I know that? Well, that's apocalyptic literature, the valley of dry bones, the bones coming together, the flesh on the bones, breath of life being breathed into them. That's is verse 7 to 10. Verse 11 says, those bones are the whole house of Israel. That means they will be regathered back into the land. Over in Ezekiel chapter 34, 18 times the Lord says, I will. I will find my people wherever they have been scattered. I will regather them. I will place them in the land that I have promised to let them live on. I will feed them like a good shepherd feeds his flock. He will keep his promise. You know, if God says something one time, I believe it. Better pay attention when he says it 18 times. He is going to do that. And by the way, the Jews will receive 10 times the amount of land uh, that they have today. Ezekiel chapter 36 talks about the land 35 times. 10 times what the Jewish people have today will be given to them. 38 locations in the Bible talks about the biblical borders of the Jewish people in the future. Not now, but during the kingdom to come. It extends from uh, the Nile River in Egypt all the way up the Mediterranean coast, taking in the Sinai, Israel, Lebanon, to the Euphrates River, going southeastward, taking in all of Syria, all of Jordan, three-quarters of Iraq, all of Kuwait, and three-quarters of Saudi Arabia. Maybe you understand the problem now. God has promised to give them that land, It's found in Ezekiel chapter 47. They will get it. That's during the kingdom to come after Jesus Christ returns. Jews must actually be in the land in unbelief as you study these scriptures, and that's how they are today. Let me tell you what happens next. The rapture of the church. When you and I, who knows Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, will be caught up to meet him in the air. When that happens, the world dictator, the Antichrist, appears. And then there is going to be a group of nations, an alignment of nations, the ones we talk about all the time here on Prophecy Today, and you read in the news, they will come. The first three to move against Israel will be Syria, Egypt, and Libya. They are on the radar screen. They are ready to come. After all of this happens, the seven-year tribulation period, Jesus Christ, he will return. The Messiah comes back, and the Jews turn to Messiah as their Savior, and they get all the land that is promised to them. Now, this is a foretaste of what we see will be fulfilled in the future with the Jews in the land today. We talk about the land. We talked about it with Winky Madad, Shiloh, 
tangible evidence that there is a connection between the Jewish people and the land of Israel, all promised to the Jewish people. But remember, the next event, the rapture. By the way, having said everything we've already said on this broadcast today, nothing left for me to say in light of the rapture except let's keep looking up until... 